ADW profile, everybody. Mm. ADW. Or a deeper way. Stands for a deeper way. I'm Casey, along with my colleague. Tim. Tim. (laughs) Hey there, Dr. Casey. This is, again, I just said it. I'm going to say it again because we tend to repeat ourselves. ADW profile podcast for all things. ADW profile in which we we break down aspect by aspect by Mm. aspect in very short hopefully digestible episode. So if you're listening, kind of, you know, scroll through the episode list and, and yeah. find the episodes that are going to be relevant to the things that you're exploring in your report. Today, we're really just going to focus on the cyplex. Ooh, the cyplex. The cyplex. The cyplex, I, I like to describe it as the visual representation of your personality. Yes. Beautiful. Yes. It's unique. It's kind of like your own snowflake. Colorful. (laughs) And it's a combination of psychology, psychology, and a nod to honoring the complexity of each of us and complexity, not in a mysterious way, but just in an honoring way that we're all unique and yeah, we're like each other in some ways and like other people in other ways. And yet we are all unique. And we start by sort of those ways that we're like each other in certain ways, sort right. of in the categorical level. And the right. cyplex helps answer four key questions. It sure does. And so how we talk about it is that there's four vectors, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the You'll see the the horizontal, the vertical, and then the diagonals. Is that the right word? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Kitty corners. <laughs> yes. Then what are like, the four vectors, yes. the four questions that the cyplex helps us address? One of the questions, one of the vectors, and really there's no order to them. Right. But one of these vectors is answering the question, where do I, where does this individual tend to orient themselves in order to gain energy. Mm, Classic. And so a couple of key words here, right? Tend to orient self in order to gain energy. So this being, this brings up kind of a really key point about all the vectors, right? There's, there's two different tendencies, right? We can tend one way or the other way. Now here's the kicker. We can tend both ways. Yeah. So they're not both ways a lot. Yep. Or both ways a little. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe one, one way big time and not so much the other way. Yeah. But very key. They are not opposites. So so you're not inherently one side or the other. Right. right? A so, lot of a lot of type-based tools put you in right. one category and you are that category, yep. not that other one. Yep. So external orientation means an individual would tend to orient themselves outward in order to gain energy. And somebody might be a 99 on that one. And they could also be a 99 on the other side of this vector, 
which is they orient themselves inward in order to gain energy. Some people are high on both. And so they can gain energy. Yeah, they gain energy in both ways. And that's 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 more authentic to the human experience. Yeah. Because we're all a unique mixture. Yeah. So if you're listening, you can dig into that orientation vector. And in that episode, we dig into all the aspects that go into kind of highlighting somebody's external tendency, all the aspects that go into somebody's internal tendency. Well, and that brings up another point about the cyplex in general, Mm. even within those yeah. sort of two elements of the vector, external and internal, we all have our unique flavor as we like right. to talk about, right? So, yeah. and, and as you pointed out, if you listen to the episodes that are specific to each of the, the, the vectors and the sides of the vector, uh, we'll, go, we'll get in the weeds on, typically it's four aspects that make yep. up each yep. of, of those elements. So, you know, for example, we both, have a fair amount of external orientation, right? But it looks rather different. Yeah, uh, yeah. and and you can learn about those uniquenesses in in those yeah. uh, other episodes. Another vector: How do we think? Mm. How do we think? Not well. <laughs> <That's> a judgment. <laughs> Turns out from science. Yeah, we actually know that we as human beings can kind of process information in, in sort of one of two ways. And again, we can do we can be high on both, right? So we can process it, tend to process information both ways. Yeah. But one of these ways is conceptually and conceptual thinking, right? We're all able to do it. Yes. Conceptual thinking is really making connections of the information that I have in front of me and connecting it to seemingly random or other things. So am I connecting this information that I've got to other stuff and then really exploring what is that connection about, Mm -hmm. right? So that's one thing that our human brains can do with information is, is connect it to other stuff. Right. And, and if we're really high on this one, the, the more random or out there, the connection is the, the more interesting, <laughs> right? The other thing that we as humans can do with information is really focus in on it and ask, how is that relating to right now? Right. What is that? relate to right now? What information is that telling me about right now in this moment? And that's really highlighted or called concrete thinking. And so processing information in a linear way, focused in on the here and the now. Casey, would you add anything to that? I think another major element, and again, each of the, they have their own episodes, which we really get into it. Um, Mm -hmm. Folks who are have a lot of concrete thinking, um, you know, tend to think through things linearly, orderly, yeah. and like you said, sort of that grounded uh, here and now uh, element. As we continue round yeah. the cyplex, right. another vector is looking at this idea of focus, right. and and particularly focus around what do we pay attention to, and what how do we 
what do we tend to think about when we're making decisions, right? So yeah. different than thinking style, but now more, what are we focusing on in, in that uh, regard? Yeah. And this particular vector is often very illuminating for couples, for working relationships, for groups. Very relevant start, to teams. Very, very relevant. relevant to teams. And when people see this, where they tend toward on this vector, and they see where all the people that they've been either working with or in a relationship with, and maybe how they're a little bit different, there's a lot of light bulb moments when you see two different people or groups of people and where they tend toward on the decision-making focus. So one of the ways, one of the sides we can tend toward on decision-making is toward taking into account people into our decisions, right? How is this impacting people? How is this impacting myself, right? Are we getting along, right? So the people focus side of this vector. Green. Green. Folks who are high over there, they tend to pay a lot of attention to kind of how things are going. What's the process in which we're making decisions? Is it perceived as fair? Is it equitable? Right? Is it impacting someone? Right? How are we connected or not right now in the moment? And usually when those people things are kind of going well, right? People high on this decision making focus toward people tend to say that their situation is going well. Right. 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 What's then the there's other the red one? side. Yeah, the red the side. Red side. Uh, outcome focus. Mm. And just as the name would suggest, folks who, you know, have a, a high tendency around the outcome focus aspects, they're focused on outcomes, right? So yeah. what are our goals? Are we making progress toward those goals? Are we hitting the goals? Are we are we doing what we said we were going to do? Really, you know, paying attention to kind of the the facts of the situation, if you will, and and yeah. uh, it's hard to divorce the word goal from from the outcome focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And again, an individual, and I'm actually represented this. You could be high people focus and high outcome focus. Right. Both things matter to you, and you're paying attention to both yep. things. Now, if my memory serves me. We've got one left. We've one vector left. Yes. Uh, motivation. Mm. Motivation. So yellow. Right. Is going it's north on your cyplex. <laughs> Due north. And mm-hmm. purple, uh, just south, directly south yeah. of that. Again, doesn't mean they're opposites. Um, but they're in that that shared vector of motivation. So, mm-hmm. Tim, talk about enthusiasm driven, yeah. which is You've that got, north. Yeah, part of drive is motivation, and the other part of it is sort of organization or approach to my life. Yeah. And so when we're on the enthusiasm side, if we're kind of high on that, we're going to be motivated by serendipity. Yeah. By new things by inspiration. It's emotional right? element. Emotional element. Yep. And so we might organize our lives around that in such a way that sort of, you know, we like to keep our options open as high yellows, right? Yeah. So how in the world would I know how I'm feeling on Friday? I don't know what I'd want to do on Friday. So I'll decide on Friday. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> yeah. Right. Yep. And so lots in there about sort of approaching my life from that way of keeping my options open. And really, if I'm inspired by something, that's going to be sort of the, the energy to go do something. Now, the other end of this vector, the yes. south end, uh, yes. expectation driven, expectation yeah. driven. What say you? Well, they might say something like, I haven't seen my friend in a while and I'd really like to see them. And so I'm going to schedule a time on Friday to see them because Get it on the calendar. I want it on the calendar and reach out to said friend. Said friend says yes. And the whole week, someone high on expectation drive is going to be motivated to make sure they get to Friday to do the thing that they said they do Friday. So a sense of duty. Yeah. But also as we think about it in terms of how we organize our lives, right? We like to see our life out there on a spreadsheet or on the calendar. And it gives us a sense of organization. Planful. Right. Yeah. Organized expectation, just like the name says, what's expected of me want to know so I can fulfill the expectation. Yeah. And, and again, can't say it enough. Sure enough. You could be high on both. Yeah. Um, And I think, Oh, <laughs> go ahead. Well, I was just going to say to reiterate what you said earlier. While you anyone can be high on both, what we tend to typically see is that someone might have a slight stronger tendency toward toward one. Um, yeah, and so or one side or the other. You know, I don't think we mentioned this yet. As you look at your cyplex, probably obvious, but just to clarify. The more chevrons you have right. uh, in a particular direction, that's an indication mm-hmm. that the stronger your tendency in and toward the behaviors yeah. that align with that side of the vector. Yeah. A couple of key points too here, or another really important point about the cyplex is that we can see what we tend to do on a typical day, and that's usually representative of most often. Right. But what we know from the research, from psychology, right, from brain research, is that when we're under different states, right, when we're feeling maybe at our absolute best, right, you know, free from all burdens and and kind of in those wonderful spots that we tend to find ourselves in, usually not often enough for us, but when we're feeling really at our best and, and at our potential, our patterns and tendencies, well, they might change a little bit. Yeah. Right? They might come out a little bit stronger, right? Some of them might go down a little bit. So we really don't know how any single individual changes when they're feeling at their best as compared to sort of this typical day cyplex. We really Completely don't know. unique. Completely and in unique. our research of over 400,000 profiles, what we find is that there isn't just because we know someone's at their best, we can't predict how they'll change, right? It's completely unique to them. Right. We also have another context away from our typical day when we're under stress, right? When we're not at our best. And again, from our research, as well as what we know in the broader literature, 
we as humans are very unique in how we change under stress. So our tendencies might be different under stress as well. So what you actually get with the interview profile are three cyplexes. Mm-hmm. Your cyplex slash your personality, your tendencies on a typical day. Yep. A cyplex that represents your tendencies when you're at your best. And then the third, a cyplex representing your tendencies when you're under stress. And it's actually really helpful to see so that you can know more deeply what are those shifts that happen. One thing and I in my coaching work that I do with my coaching clients is they ask the question, well, this is nice to know, but what do I do with it? And one thing that's really helpful is when we look at our under stress traits, right? Those prominent ones might be clues to me that I'm actually under stress. Right. If I'm doing those prominent things, because often we don't really know how much stress we're under, at least no intellectually until far after we've been under stress. Right. Well, and the other thing about that, Tim, is the people around us that we work with on a regular basis, Mm. they are highly aware of our behaviors. And because, you know, particularly on the under stress side of the world, you know, when we are under stress, we're usually teetering in and out of self-protection. And when we're doing that, we actually are not very aware of what we are actually putting into the world. And unfortunately, when we're under stress, it's often not as helpful as we think it might be. And so really seeing on paper, oh, I do Mm -hmm. look more like that under stress. And now if I am able to recognize that more quickly, uh, I can do what I need to kind of get back to a more optimal level of functioning. And if you're really curious and really want to dig in, encourage you to connect with an, a deeper way certified facilitator who is equipped to take you into deeper realms of yourself and parts of yourself, kind of deepen that exploration, equipped to read your cyplex with you. And they've got some other information that goes beyond type that can be very helpful. I love it. So, Casey, why would somebody not? get their cyplex i have no idea how much does it cost to get your cyplex nothing nothing it's free deeperway.com slash profile to get yours today in the meantime get after that self-awareness stay curious 